I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The 11 to 1 show. And what is the world coming to at all when a less than average ice cream is dominating the headlines? More on the demise of an ice cream after Aslan. She's so beautiful. She's so beautiful. Oh, it was beautiful to see the crowds lining the streets in the pouring rain in Finglas to say a final farewell to Christy Dignam. Oh my goodness, it was emotional to say the least, but no doubt it gave his family great comfort to see the huge, huge support for Christy. May he rest in peace. Last Friday, I was stopped in my tracks as I saw a whole I got an almost two page spread article about an ice cream set to be discontinued. And I thought, what is the world coming to? We're getting all hot and bothered over an ice cream that is less than average. Yeah, the chalk ice. Now, in my house, right, when we were younger, there was only a treat ever on a Sunday after dinner on the Sunday drive. This was the thing. And during the summer, it was more often than not an ice pop that you'd get, you know, and you would look forward to this all week. And we would press our faces into the freezer, looking longingly at the Magnums and Soleros. They were mammy and daddy ice creams. You know, you just don't even go there. You're not going to be getting one of them before moving on to maybe then a feast or a tangle twister, or a loop the loop, or a wibbly wobbly wonder. Never did it cross my mind to use up this so longed for Sunday treat on a miserable chalk ice. A poor man's magnum. That's what a chalk ice is. I mean, it's just ice cream with a bit of chocolate. First of all, the chocolate is not half as decadent as a magnum. It's like cheap chocolate, isn't it? Just doesn't kind of compare then when you look at the colourful wibbly wobbly wonder with that sort of weird yellowy. What is that bit in the middle? I don't know. It's like a jelly and ice cream combination or the insane shape of a freaky foot. You're eating a foot for an ice cream or the cool tang of a tangle twister and L chalk ice. They're discontinuing it. Finally, that's what I say. And people are having an absolute Vagary over this and there's petitions oh yeah there's petitions to not cancel the uh, chalk ice in fact I was listening to Chris and the wonderful co-presenter he had this morning Justine Stafford talking about this and they are on board with the you know bring the chalk ice back and I'm saying no I'm going to have to go against them on this it's a long time coming chalk ice You've had your day in the sun, sitting there, cluttering up the freezer. You know, the most banal of ice creams out there, you know. I even think Jim Jim, our regular listener, Jim Jim, the HB man, freezer man, he's going to agree with me. Jim, I'd say you are looking at chalk ice as cluttering up freezers this last little while. If you can let me know on that, 086-1800-658. The petition reads... We are asking the people of Ireland to come together and make our voices known. We want to keep the chalk ice on the shelves of the freezer. Even the councillors are getting involved in this. Alan Hayes from Dublin, he signed the petition, you know, and he's saying it's the original and the best. Why get rid of it? No, no. Even Deputy Healy Ray is in on this. Of course he would be, though. You know what I mean? He's going to pitch his hat to anything, I think. But no, chalk ice cluttering up the freezer make room for the cooler ice creams like the loop the loop they discontinued that once oh that was a mistake they brought that back fairly sharp also where is the frog remember the frog what was he called just a fat was he a fat frog 
was that the drink I'm thinking of? Anyway, the f- cool looking frog, you know, that was a good one as well. A tangle twister, a feast, the chalk ice. I'm not going to shed any tears for, from uh, you disappearing from freezers. I'm really not. However, one shop at 7.15 in the morning, something he never did before was he sold three chalk ices to people in a, three in a row, not connected to each other at all. He says people are obviously listening about the demise of the chalk ice and they decided to have one for breakfast before they're gone. Oh, listen, people who like chalk ices, there's something wrong with you now. Come on, make room for the nicer ice creams. That's what I'm going to say. Lewis Capaldi hold me while you wait on LMFM's 11 to 1 Sinead Brazel here with yeah oh the fat frog was amazeballs yeah yeah also I agree uh, but you never mentioned the brunch now the brunch one look I wouldn't say no to a brunch but I kind of it wouldn't be the first one I'd pick do you know that sort of way Uh, also uh, the super split now yes the super split I could get on board with as well I just love my chalk eyes have one every day please don't please don't stop making them says this message I only have one message on board with the chalk eyes so look at I'm sorry you know you're going to have to find why do you like every day a chalk eyes come on now you're going to have to find something better. Like, there's so much more that you could be tantalising your taste buds with than a chalk ice. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, there's not much support, I'm afraid, on this text machine at the moment for the chalk ice. If you do feel like you want to voice your opinion on the chalk ice, 0861800658. Now, all this week, Kells is the place to be because the Hinterland Festival is happening from the 22nd to the 25th of June for a jam-packed weekend, over 50 events. So authors like Richard Ford, Joseph Jane Casey, Adele Coffey, Tommy Gorman, John Creedon and many more appearing. There's also a live music from Lisa Lamb plus a children's workshop and Lit Crawl. So something for everybody. Tickets are available hinterland.ie and also the book market in Kells. It's always a fantastic event every single year. It's always the events they sell out really really quickly so hinterland.ie is the place to go if you want details uh, of, of tickets and all of the events there now I have a fantastic prize all this week I have teamed up with the Fairways Hotel I'm going to bring you details of our competition that's on the way for you first uh, we've got uh, music as well by uh, Miley Cyrus that's coming your way very shortly The 11 to 1 show It's back for summer 23 LMFM Pride vibes. We are very excited to have this back. It's our online radio station playing the biggest hits and shining a light on Irish life with conversations around the issues that matter. So join us as we count down to parades and celebrations across Ireland. You can stream it on lmfm.ie or on the app and you can join the community's biggest stars at pridevibes.ie and it's proudly supported by Volterol, the joy of movement. Listen live now with LMFM. It is the soundtrack to your summer. The feast, Sinead, is a message coming in on 086-1800-658. The Magnums don't really agree with me. I used to love the Bigfoot too. Haven't seen them in a long time. Yeah, Bigfoot, Freaky Foot, something like that it was called. It's just a big foot of, uh, 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 you know, kind of swirly pink and white ice cream with the little bit of chocolate on the big toe, if I remember correctly. Yeah, haven't seen them in a long while. Like, they let them go and they'll, like, have a petition to keep the chalk ice. I don't know. Miley Cyrus with flowers. It's competition time. I've teamed up with the Fairways Hotel in Dundalk. They have recently launched their new summer dining delights menus at the Brasserie. So the new menus include a two-course early bird menu from just £29.50 per person with outdoor dining available in the courtyard or heated dining pods. Crucial in the Irish summer. Their cocktails, uh, cocktails sorry, and charcuterie sharing experience featuring cocktails for two and a mini charcuterie board and a range of sharing platter options. To celebrate their new menus, the team at the Fairways Hotel Hotel have given us a fantastic prize to give away at the end of the week. So you could be winning an overnight stay in the Fairways Hotel for two adults with the cocktail and sharing charcuterie board on arrival, dinner in the brasserie that evening and breakfast the following morning and terms and conditions apply subject to availability. So would you like to win that lovely prize? I am asking you because it's all about sharing, isn't it? You know, in their new summer dining delights menu. So I'm asking you to share stories of memorable nights out. So it could be the night you got together with the girls. It could be a romantic night out with your partner. It could have been a night, you know those nights that don't start out great, but they ended up being the best night ever. It could have been the best night out after your leaving cert exams. 
Maybe it was a staff night out. One of your co-workers might have done something hilarious after a few drinks and you laugh about it ever since. Whatever the night out, I want to hear about it on 086-1800-658. So I want you to tell me who you were with, when was it, where did you go, what happened, why was it memorable, okay? So many of the LMFM staff's night outs are extremely memorable, but I'm sworn to secrecy. Whatever happens on an LMFM staff night out stays on an LMFM staff night out so the only one I can tell you about my last memorable night out was when a friend of mine came home for the flash she was living in London she came home and I think we were at every single event that night we met Hector as well at a really hilarious brilliant group that were over from Galway and we ended up at a very late session before arriving home at 6am the next day but it was a brilliant night absolutely brilliant so I want to hear about yours now tell me your memorable nights out why were they memorable you can send me a WhatsApp voice note by the way as well on 086 1800 658 Taking it easy with the Eagles this Monday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you on LMFM's 11 to 1. I am very much looking forward to this. It's in my calendar. It's already earmarked for August 11th to the 13th. It is the second Boyne Valley International Film Festival. We're going to find out more about this year's event with the co-chair of the festival, Frank Kelly. He's joining us next. The 11 to 1 show. After the success of last year's inaugural event, the Boyne Valley International Film Festival is back and all roads lead here to draw it for a great weekend of film. This year, the organisers have expanded the festival, so it's running from Friday 11th until Sunday 13th of August with a great programme of events to suit all tastes. And for filmmakers interested in taking part, there is still time to enter the Short Film Bursary Award. Joining me now to tell us more is co-director of the festival, Frank Kelly. He's in the studio. How are you getting on? Hello, Sinead. Thanks for having me. Great to have you back in the studio now. It's so hard to believe it's almost a year ago since we had the first festival. <laughs> uh, remind us, how did the Boyne Valley International Film Festival come about? Uh, it was an idea, uh, well, both Colette Farrell, the director of Dread Art Centre, had, uh, and I at the same time, but I was living in California at the time. And uh, I kind of wrote this manifesto, I called it the escape plan, because I wasn't having a very good time in California. <laughs> Um, sorry to say and on it was a film festival and I called it the Boyne Valley International Film Festival so I put it out to Sinead um, to collect straight away and she said well I'm thinking about something similar let's get together when you move back so I did uh, we, we chatted about we tried to figure it out what we would do differently uh, and COVID happened so that took two years away uh, and then we said okay well it's about time we just started this and figure it out as we go along um, and I think the key for us was Boyne Valley was was reaching out into that region and uh, representing the local filmmakers because there's a huge amount of talent in the area you know Drada, um, Navin, Trim lots of really great filmmakers out there so we wanted to kind of start the festival kick it off and we'll do the same this year with the Made in the Boyne Valley section which is showing you know local filmmakers and what they're up to so um it's kind of that was the antithesis of the idea you know I love that that was like your escape plan manifesto like 101 <laughs> of, of getting, like what your goal to kind of get back on track in terms yeah. of what you wanted to be doing but last year was hugely hugely successful I mean big names in the industry uh, yeah. attracted and, and we can say as well that uh, you know people that we would have said were ones to watch are now definitely yeah, ones yeah, to yeah. watch their award <laughs> Oscar winners which was incredible uh, Tom Berkeley and Ross White uh, with an Irish Goodbye yeah. I think we were the second festival maybe after their premiere at the Galway Film Vla. Uh and they flew in um, they hung out with us all weekend they, you know, they went partying we went to we so stupidly <laughs> never got autographs Frank I know I know <laughs> well that's the thing it's like you might be sitting next to next year's Oscar winners yeah, you know yeah. it was incredible to watch that film just took off and it was just so, so great to watch them on that journey you know first the BAFTAs and then the Oscars and they were they're really active on social media so we yeah. got a real behind the scenes look at what that's like you know it was really exciting so and, and, and then their new films coming out um, soon I think 
Okay, yeah. fantastic. I'm excited to see what they're going to do next. And yeah, definitely you ha- hit the nail on the head. That is the beauty about film festivals. One of the beauties of film festivals like this, you could be sitting beside the next big thing in, and literally mm. the next year we're talking so much about these guys. So you are expanding the festival, which I'm delighted about. You had yeah. it just like a Friday night and Saturday last year. It's expanding now into the weekend. Yeah, so we've got the full weekend. Uh, Friday will pretty much be the same. It'll be the Boyne Valley section. Um, and then Saturday is it's a big day. Um, I can't say what we're screening yet because mm-hmm. we're still programming. Uh, but there's going to be uh, national, international animation and documentary programs. Um, a day full of films, but we're also doing two workshops. We're doing two panels. And then we're having a special in conversation at the end of the evening. Um, and we're working on who's going to be part of all that. Yeah, then, I, 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 we can't really reveal too much about that. I'm slightly privy to that and I'm very excited about this if it does actually happen. <laughs> well, if it does, everything's crossed at the moment. Yes, everything's yeah. crossed and hopefully that will come to fruition, absolutely. And then, you, as you mentioned there earlier on, you know, you've got such a huge amount of talent in this area. I mean, mm-hmm. there was another great reaction and response from filmmakers entering their work this year. Yeah, no, we've had a great response. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic program, the the Boyne Valley section. And the hard part for me is saying no to good yes, films because we're, we're so limited on time, even with the extra day. Because we, we had a huge response. We had a lot of entries coming in and the standard this year was just incredible. Uh, the Irish filmmakers are just knocking it out of the park. You know, um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was another Oscar winner from this batch. Okay, <laughs> okay. So watch this space with regards to that. And what I love as well about film festivals like this is not only are you supporting the, you know, the, the local filmmaker and, you know, bringing films out there that may not be seen normally, they mm-hmm. wouldn't be seen in the cinemas, let's say, you know, particularly the short films. You're also supporting them in the form of the short film bursary. So tell us about this. Yeah, it's a really great prize. Um, it's basically a, it's a pitch for a short film script. So mm-hmm. if you have an idea for a short film, you send us a one or two page pitch of your idea with a synopsis, character breakdown. Um, we send it to our panel, who are Roisin Kearney, last year's filmmaker in focus. Uh, if the winner, Frank Berry, a fantastic filmmaker, and BAFTA nominee, Alex Chaotic who his film was actually up against uh, an Irish goodbye. Yes, it was, <laughs> yeah. Um so they're, they're our judges this year. Uh, the top three that they choose will get a 500 euro bursary each, which is great. And then they'll be invited to the festival to pitch in front of the panel. And the overall winner gets a further 2,500 euro. Okay, fantastic. So this is really just a genesis of an idea. Yeah. They don't necessarily have to have a full script no, or anything no. like that. So what's kind of the, the actual criteria then that they need to have? Well, it should be one to two pages. Um, a synopsis of the idea, the mm-hmm. kind of the beginning, middle and end, how you see it. Um, a character breakdown, so each of your main characters, what they're about. And that's kind of it, really. Okay. So long as we get the idea of the story. Uh, don't go over two pages don't send full scripts um, that stuff uh, it's kind of instantly you know rejected, rejected. okay yeah. good advice because I was going to ask you what advice would you have for people yeah. kind of standing out because we, we, get, we got so many last year and we were crunched for time so okay. uh, and if you can do it in a really concise manner and we can see that okay this is a short film yes you know, and not be trying to squeeze a feature film into a short film you know keep yeah. it concise you know um, and get it in early deadline is July 7th at 5pm okay anything after that Lines are closed. Strict. They're <laughs> yeah. very strict on this guy. Okay, okay. And can you tell me about last year's uh, winner? What's th- yeah. happening now with with her? Well, Libby McCormick won it last year for a short called the The Parting, which is a beautiful idea. Um, she wrote. She got the script, and this is the thing: we we don't just kind of send you off on your own and never yeah. hear from you again. Uh, I stayed in touch with her. Uh, I I worked with her on it a little bit. Uh, we put her in touch with uh, Roisin Kearney, uh, and they worked on it for a long time, um, and then. It, she it's now in with Screen Ireland for the development funding so she she hasn't heard yet if she's got it but hopefully fingers Fingers crossed crossed. but she's going to be coming back this year to do a live cast reading of the script oh fantastic so so that'll be part of the festival that's brilliant and like that like you say you don't just kind of go there's your bursary bye bye see you later that's the the genesis of this is to keep supporting and keep and even the finalists um, finalists last year Albert Fernandez who's a fantastic filmmaker um we stayed in touch and then one of the young guys, Jack, whose second name I forget, sorry Jack, uh, I stayed in touch with him and I've read all his um, his subsequent kind of 
drafts drafts of it yeah so I I finally got the final draft a couple of months ago and it's it's a beautiful story you know and it's great then for you because you can see the progress and the development that happens uh, with with the support of you guys as well as that you have a number of awards as well that will be given out over the course of the festival this is exciting like we've been able to add awards this year which is kind of further to the bursary and it's a further to um helping filmmakers and supporting them so there's a there'll be a best of the Boyne Valley best in international national animation and documentary and they will each receive a, a prize of 1000 euro brilliant yeah okay so, so that's exciting to have like yeah. a nice little bit of glitz and glamour yeah and it's, this, it's kind it? of fun at the end of you know it's, yeah. it's kind of si- sends us off on a, like a high note and then we all go and party and yes <laughs> we do we're talking about memorable nights out actually on the show and definitely last year getting together with all the filmmakers and everything uh, when the festival finished was absolutely magic it really yeah, was it was great yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you have to let the hair down and party absolutely yeah. now, festival like this couldn't run without the support from the local business community which you've had a lot of support there which is fantastic. Yeah, I love Drawhada Bids have been behind us from the start um, and they're back with us this year um, the Clinch family have come on board to sponsor um, the Boyne, Made in the Boyne Valley Prize yeah. um, uh, many will know the young daughter from uh, on Colleen Kuhn yes. the lead actress Yes, that, that's really great. great to yeah, see it's very that exciting. Yeah, um, We've had the Boan Distillery have come on board to sponsor us as, as well. And then we have had support from Meath County Council, Arts Office, Louth County Council and the Arts Council, Irish Arts Council. Fantastic. So yeah. great support. And you need it. You really need to keep yeah. that, the festival going. Now, you are, you know, so busy with the festival, but as well as that, you've decided to add more work to your table, yeah, yeah. Frank. As if I didn't you, have enough you are <laughs> giving back in other ways to the, to the young teens who might have an interest in filmmaking. Yeah, well, for the Croon and Og, I did uh, two uh, workshops uh, on that day, which were, were fantastic. And then, uh, so, Kelly came to me and said, would you like to do a summer camp with us, with the Dread Art Centre? I said, yeah, absolutely, because I really enjoyed just working with kids. Like, Well, I say kids, young teens, yeah, uh, between 13, 15, 16, that age group. Um, so, I'm going to do a week in July. Um, July, let me get the dates, uh, 10th to... Oh, so the second week, is it? Second week of July? Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so it'll be a week-long uh, summer camp um, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. around that time. Perfect. And the, basically, these guys are going to be my crew for the oh, week. Oh, brilliant. Okay. we're going to make a short film together. Oh, fantastic. So we're going to write, uh, produce, film, edit, and premiere a short film in a week. Now, <laughs> normally, some people might say, Frank, that's crazy. You're too ambitious. This will never happen. But I know you, and you are well able of uh, working on a tight deadline. So yeah. this is going to be very exciting. Now, they do say don't work with kids and animals. Well, there's no animals. <laughs> so <laughs> the kids, well, you know what? They were so fun to work with. And I did a, a course with Diffie earlier in the year. A little bit older, but uh, same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, where I, I did it over a four-week period, but was meeting once once a week yeah. to kind of work it out. And then we shot a film, which I'm editing at the moment. Um, so and I, I've done it with Able Vision before. Oh, um, of course. So this yeah. is kind of like a more condensed version of that. Fantastic. So yeah. look, teenagers, they're going to be home. They're going to be bored. They don't have to get up too early, 10 a.m. to 2. That's perfect as well to stop them yeah. lolling around the house, driving you mad at home. And uh, it's great for budding filmmakers. They're going to get a little taste of this and see, is this something that they might be interested in? Yeah, yeah. And it's open to writers, actors, uh, filmmakers, camera people, you know, or if they just have an interest in it. To come down, the places are limited. Okay, uh, get on to Drihid dot com mm-hmm. uh, or email info at Drihid dot com or call them uh, and book a place. Um, I've already had a lots of interest in it, and actually, people asking if I could do one in um, Easter or something because okay. they're away on holiday. You know, oh, okay, so the demand is there, which yeah, is great, yeah. fantastic. So Drihid dot com for that one. Uh, also, uh, I know as you say, you're still programming the uh, festival uh, at the moment. Do you have any idea when that uh, might be revealed? Or yeah, it'll is it be next in the next couple of weeks. Next couple of weeks, yeah, okay. So I'm still locking it down. The filmmakers will know on June 23rd and then okay. once they know, we'll let everyone else know. Okay, so not too long away. Yeah. Uh, for people, if they want to get more information, find out more details, is drihid.com the best place yeah, to go? Yeah, that's Fantastic. where we are. Perfect. And they are all over social media as well. Frank, as always, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks, really Sinead. looking forward to, to this year's event and uh, best of luck. You've got a couple of sleepless nights maybe ahead of you now. I do, yeah. <laughs> I'll sleep in uh, September. No, school starts in September. <laughs> it's all okay. go. It's all go for Frank. As I say, July 7th is the last date for the short film Bursary. Drihid.com for all the details. Oh, L-M-F-M.
the 11 to 1 show. Feast update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1991, Colombian drug lord Pablo Escobar surrenders to police, most powerful drug lord in history. At the height of his power in the 1980s, he was one of the most wealthy men alive. He was worth around 30 billion, earned around 70 million a day. And today is very bizarre. National Take Your Cat to Work Day. Yes, spice up your everyday work day with a furry companion by your side. Nothing beats having your purring pal boost your mood and productivity and cause mayhem round the place. Take Your Cat to Work Day. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie news at 12 is approaching and after that I hear more about your memorable nights out in our competition and singer-songwriter Gemma Hayes is with us that's all coming your way after 12 The 11 to 1 show for you How does an overnight stay with dinner and breakfast the next morning and sharing platter and cocktails and so much more details of our Fairways Hotel competition on the way after Amy Winehouse. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. Sinead Brazel here with you. Amy Winehouse back to black kicking off our second hour. Now, have we got a great competition this week? Yes, the Fairways Hotel in Dundalk, they have recently launched their new summer dining delights menus at the Brasserie. So the new menus included two course early bird menu from just $29.50 per person with outdoor dining available in the courtyard or in their heated dining pods. They've cocktails and a charcuterie sharing experience featuring cocktails for two and a mini charcuterie board and a range of sharing platter options. They had me at charcuterie. Oh my God. To celebrate their new menus, the team at the Fairies Hotel have given us a fantastic prize to give away on the programme this week. So the end of week winner is going to win an overnight stay in the Fairies Hotel for two adults with a cocktail and sharing charcuterie board on arrival. Dinner in the brasserie that evening and breakfast the next day. So given that way at the end of the week, I'm asking you, it's all about sharing. To share stories of memorable nights out. So it could be the night you got together with the girls. It could be a romantic night out with your partner. It could have been a night that didn't start out great, but ended up being the best night ever. Like Claire, who's been on 086-1800-658. Love this story. Met the love of my life on a night out that I didn't want to go on, says Claire. Oh, fantastic. You know those nights you're like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not going. And then the friends convince you to go out. Luckily they did. Claire met the love of her life. Fantastic. Best night ever was last year on a hen in Galway. Hens on tour. Some of the stuff we got up to, I can't repeat. Oh, listen, say no more. Hens on tour was enough for me. Let's just say friendships were formed, luggage was lost, and our bride was carried up the town by some rugby players. Magic. That's the night out I want to be on. Going on holidays last year, my cousin going up the escalator um, without carry-on cases. The case kept falling down. Of course I went down with it while the escalator was going up. My cousin was up and down in stitches. So funny at the time. Laughed the whole weekend says this message. Had a great work night with mates at my uh, 50th uh, and the girls from work were there as well. Best crack ever, says Eileen Boland. This is the kind of thing we're looking for. Keep them coming in 086-1800-658. What is your best night out ever? Let me know. It could be a night out that started off not great, turned into a brilliant night out. It could be a staff night out where your co-worker did something. Whatever it is, I want to hear about it. 086-1800-658. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max Kane. Diversity dancer Ashley Banjo got a surprise question from his brother during the one show this week. Here's how the sibling rivalry played out on air. We've got one for Ashley. Uh, a viewer called Jordan says, oh, How does it feel to be a slightly shorter, less good looking, and not so good dancer version of Jordan Banjo? <laughs> <laughs> It was great. Yeah, it was great. I'm really, I'm really happy for him. Yeah. <laughs> um. Shaw Miller are no longer a thing. 
for the second time. Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello have broken up again after giving their relationship a second try in April. It's rumored that Camilla is already seeing other people. Kourtney Kardashian has shared pictures of her baby bump for the first time since announcing her pregnancy. The picture shared on Instagram shows husband and Blink-182 star Travis Barker drumming on her belly. Sources are saying that the pair are overjoyed to be expecting. Singer Fleur East has been announced as the new co-host of Strictly Come Dancing, It Takes Two. She'll be joining former Strictly professional Jeanette Manrara. Fleur East previously competed on the show and came in second place. Hey, it's me, Fleur East, and I'm so excited to officially announce that I am the new BBC Strictly co-host. Yes, it's Takes Two host. I'll be joining Jeanette on the show, and I can't wait to get started. See you That's the buzz. I'm Max Kane. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. More show busy news to reveal for you a little bit later on, but someone iconic, an iconic actress, is going to be joining the next season of Stranger Things. All be revealed a little bit later on. First, back to the music. Here's Jazzy. Oh, there's Jazzy giving us night out vibes. Just want to go dancing after that song absolutely loving it now uh, this woman is no stranger to the highs and lows of the music business she took a pretty much decade long break away from the stage but she is back with new music and she's going to be performing in the Crescent Concert Hall this weekend with Lisa Hannigan and Paul Noonan we're going to be chatting with Gemma Hayes next the 11 to 1 show she is a woman no stranger to the highs and lows of the music business. My next guest first came to attention in the late 90s, initially performing on the open mic scene in Dublin before her husky tones and unconventional sound were a hit which resulted in attention from record labels. Her debut album Night on My Side, which won a Mercury Prize nomination, was released in 2002. Since then, she's released four critically acclaimed studio albums, a limited edition live album. And after almost a decade away from the music scene, she has a new single, High and Low, ready to be released next week. She's touring the country at the moment with Lisa Hannigan and Paul Noonan and they're coming to the Crescent Concert Hall on Saturday night. I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by Gemma Hayes. Gemma, how are you getting on? I'm I'm very well and I'm delighted to be talking to you. That that, that was a great little synopsis of of the last 25 years. You make me sound like I was very, very busy, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) But well, do you know what? It has, I can't believe actually it's been 25 years, but also, you know, how is life going for you? Because you took a step back, a big step back, busy raising children and everything that goes hand in hand with that. So how has that been? Well, you know, it was one of those things. I at the time I thought, you know, I'd given I'd given music sort of a good nineteen years, and so when the little ones came along, um, I just decided I'll knuckle down and I'll sort of, you know, give them the next few years until they get into primary school. And yeah. I thought once they're in primary school, I'll step back out again, um, and uh, that was sort of the vague the vague plan. And uh, but, but it's sort of you know the once the first one got to primary school there was another another baba came along so that got extended so it's it's nearly been as you say a decade yeah um, and it's a uh, you know it was it, look being a parent is it, you know it's all the highs and lows pardon yeah yeah <laughs> of it but uh, you know just to get back to do something for myself a kind of a, an artistic creative expression. I think is just so vital uh, for me. Uh, oh, yeah. it, I think I'm a nicer person, a nicer mother, definitely a nicer wife once I'm creating music. Oh, do you know, you've hit the nail on the head there because I think a lot of mothers will be able to relate to this, this idea of, because look, let's be honest, you kind of lose a lot of your identity as a woman, first of all, when you become a mom or a parent. And it's just, you, you, you kind of have to grudgingly, I'm going to say, Gemma, take a step back and put your own ambition on hold. Yeah, 100%. And it's, um, and it, you know, it's really, it's trying to find the balance then, you yeah. know, or trying to figure out how to uh, nurture something for yourself, you know, artistically or intellectually or whatever it is that you have that, that brings you that sense of kind of wholeness um, and also being there as a, as a mother. But, oh, but, but I think ultimately, once you do that, everybody benefits, the children yes. benefit uh, because... There is that thing, you know, 
being a mother is obviously such a privilege, but there's so much more as an individual that that you know we are. Yeah, completely. And I think, you know, I'm always constantly learning, particularly in this in this stage of life. And when I became a mom, it's something that I've learned now. And I'd be sort of an ambitious enough person as well, is that yeah. we can't we can have we can have it all, but just not all at once. And when yes. that when I learned that I was like penny dropping that is actually really good to kind of take on board we can have it all but just not at the same time which is which is great um but you know it wasn't all just running around after children you recorded a stunning version of Chris Isaac's wicked game which ended up in the hit series pretty little liars tell me first of all how did that come about Do you know that was a it was a bizarre situation I was I, I got a call on a Thursday from a sync company that I'm signed with in America called Secret Road. And they said, listen, could you do a cover of Chris Isaac's Wicked Game, but we need it by tomorrow. Oh, wow. Time. And I was like, uh, okay. So I literally just rented my friend's house, Carl Odlum, who's an engineer. And we, we recorded the song in, I'd say, four or five hours with lots of biscuits, cups of tea, put, you know, put down the whole thing, uh, sent it off. It was put on the Pretty Little Liars um, episode mm. that I, I think was quite an important one. You know, the sort of two protagonists that got together. Which yes, very important moment. Um, and it's it's had like over twenty million Spotify streams. That is unreal. Like when you hear something like that, how does that wash over you? Because it's pretty big. Like <laughs> it's just it's bizarre. Because when I picture us in that tiny room, sort of eating. The, the packet of biscuits and a cup of tea and, and just creating, you know, doing a different version because Chris Isaac, you know, obviously it's his song and yeah. his version is just so beautiful. And it was like, how do you, you know, I can't copy it because it's already mm. just so good as it is. So trying to make it my own um, and having a bit of fun and to know that that small little room for a song to be created there and then to reach so many people. I, I love it. And that's the magic of music. And that's oh, yeah. the, the wonderful buzz that you can do something in isolation, but it can actually resonate with so many people. Oh, it know? really does. And I, I love when people that I already admire do cover songs and then they almost make me forget the original. And that's what happens here in this. I'm like, oh yeah, what is the original now? Because And I've listened <laughs> to it again this morning on repeat here because it's just, oh, like talk about the perfect song for you. Like, was there moments though where you were like, this is actually fairly iconic and I'm a bit nervous about this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I kind of felt I was being cheeky, you know. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, when I, when I sort of submit it, I was pretty much sure that they, they wouldn't accept it and they'd go with another artist that, you know, that will do a, I don't know, a, a, in a way, a, a, a version that was bolder maybe or something. Mm. I, you know, it, it's, it's sort of w- once you take on a cover that you think is already iconic, um, you're really kind of playing with fire there. Yeah. So for it to be received so well was um, oh, it was just so unexpected. No, it was, um, it was perfect for that sequence that you're talking about as well. Like this, it's and your tone, uh, the the your voice coming in, uh, like it's just it's all just married together so so well in that scene. Now I know you're going to absolutely hate this, but you are making a comeback. I know I said the word comeback to the music <laughs> industry. Talk to me about your decision to start performing again and releasing new music. I, I people are going to be so excited about this. There's a little snippet of high and low on. Um, your Facebook that I've just uh, again been repeating this morning because you've only released you're teasing us with this now I know I know I know um, <laughs> <laughs> well you know it's, it, it's all I, I look at the pandemic COVID yeah um, we ended up moving back to Ireland from London and the house we moved into um, uh, it was sort of my mother-in-law's holiday home and she had a she had a piano in a, in a little music room and I thought oh hey ho here we go there's a piano and a uh, and I, in a way, it was a way of kind of dealing with trying to homeschool two kids and all of that. I would just go in at night and start to write music again. And it kind of came out of that. And I just started to write a selection of songs that I thought, gosh, I'm, actually, I, I really feel like there's something here. And um, I just loved singing these songs. And it was really the quality of the songs that were coming out. In my head, I kind of thought, wow, this I think this will give me the confidence to step forward again. Because you do need a certain... You know, when you've been away for so long, oh, yeah. you to kind of dig deep into kind of courage and, and all of that again to step forward. And it was sort of knowing that the songs meant a lot to me, gave me the courage to step forward. So it, it's been, 
God, on so many levels, creating music again and stepping out on the stage again has been an incredible thing to do on so many levels. And I'm loving it more than ever. And maybe it's just been on the planet for longer or something. I don't mm. know what it is, but just having the people there, that that kind of the, the give and take of them listening and things resonating um, is just so wonderful. And I really appreciate it more now than I ever have, really. Yeah. There's a kind of a, a deeper understanding of how precious and how important and lovely it is. Oh, to totally. Be able to do that. You totally. Know? And I think you've tried to encapsulate and describe a live music experience that is kind of <laughs> hard to describe so, so well there. You really have. And, you know, like one of the things that I uh, truly admire about you as well is that you so easily could have just, you know, bowed to the pressure initially in your career that the record label had put you under, you know, to change, particularly for somebody who, you know, is ambitious, wants to sell millions of records. Like, what was it like then to, to walk away and kind of go, this is not me, I need to stay true to myself? Um, I think, you know, it's kind of once you're passionate about something, for me, it was just creating songs and um, gosh, I mean, it was it was very little about entertainment for me and it was, it was really more just of a way of being in the world. Creating music was just, a, it was how I am in the world. And I think once I entered the industry, I probably was naive. I thought I could just keep doing what I'm doing. And then they will just help me to do it on a bigger scale. Mm. And then when I realized, well, actually, no, they want to edit what I'm doing. They want to edit me as a person. They want to create a different version of me. And just once it started to not feel like it didn't feel right, it didn't feel good, then I kind of thought, ah, okay, actually, um, there is an element of entertaining in what I do, but I'm not, you know, I'm not Robbie Williams. I'm, I'm not, yeah, yeah. I, I actually really just want to, and, and to be an entertainer is a fantastic thing, but it's just not wholly what I want to do. Um, there is an artistic side that, that is really important to me. And uh, so I just step back and you kind of weigh up what's important. I say, okay, well, look, um, I'm happier to, to create music that I really want to create, maybe to a smaller crowd, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of pick sort of what feels right and true to you, you know. There was never any really mad, I mean, the record label were fine. They were just doing what they do. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, and, and that's absolutely fine. So, uh, uh, yeah, it, it's, I mean, it was a brilliant experience. And I mean, to have had the opportunity to, to have the machine behind me and to promote me so fiercely at the start of my career was was wonderful. Yeah. And and now you're at this stage and as you say, you know, you're you're coming to it now with a different appreciation. The the new music as I say had a snippet of it. The single's going to be out next week. The album next year. If can is it possible to describe it in a couple of words or is that really putting you on the spot now? <laughs> Um, it's funny. It's sort of it, it's changed since I started recording it. Um, it, it it's full. I mean, I there's there's a pop element to it because okay. I just, I always I love a good melody. You know, yeah. I, I like something that just I love a good earworm, as I call them. Oh yeah. Um, but I just like to create a production around it that is slightly more deconstructed and a little bit more interesting. You know, so yeah. there's a lot of analog synths. There's a lot of very Ooh. raw acoustic guitars. Um, and I, I love a bit of synth, you know, I love a bit of yeah. synth, yeah. So it's kind of merging of, of let's say, maybe synth music with, with very, very raw acoustic music um, and trying to have a really strong uh, sort of a theme and top line, I suppose. I don't oh, know, no, it's no. very hard to describe. I, I, I'm putting you massively on the spot, absolutely. But, you know, you are touring with Lisa Hannigan and Paul Noonan. I mean, what a great combination of artists to have in one show. You're bringing this show to Drogheda on Saturday. That's right. That's right. That's been a, a hoot. And that sort of happened very organically. You know, uh, Lisa is my neighbor and I've known Paul for years. And we just tried one gig one time, you know, without mm. a rehearsal, because we'd all played on each other's songs for years. Of course. So we yeah. just got together in the sound check. We did a, a small little gig and it was like, wow, actually, that was really magical. Um, and so we've decided to sort of, you know, um, I suppose, delve into it a bit more and uh, elaborate a little bit more. And now it's become a thing that is just a just a joy to do, you know. 
Oh, well, talk about value for money, getting you three on the stage in the, in the one show. It's fantastic. It really is. It's been so, so lovely to chat to you. The best of luck with the rest of the process of getting the album out. It's so great to hear that you're back doing what you do best. Thank you so much for taking the time today, Gemma. Lovely. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks a million. Gemma Hayes, I have to play you this because we've talked about it so much in the, in the interview. Here is Gemma Hayes' version of Wicked Game. It's stunning. How stunning is that song? Gemma Hayes, Wicked Game. She's going to be performing with Lisa Hannigan and Paul Noonan this Saturday. Get along to tickets uh, for this Crescent Concert Hall. You can get them uh, from the venue itself and also universe.com this Saturday, 8pm. The 11 to 1 show. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bortgosh Energy replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes visit localheroes.ie Sunhill Nursing Home require a full-time household supervisor in the Louth area to apply please email your CV to elaine at sunhill.ie a part-time driver is required for a private hire in the Kells Cross Akeel Clonmelon area full licence is needed please email Reynolds at gmail.com Orange Skip Hire are looking for a skip driver with a valid C driving licence to service their customers in Drogheda and surrounding areas. If you're interested, please apply by emailing recruitment at oxygen.ie. Indava requires a mechanical apprentice and an electric, electrical apprentice in the Loud Mead area. Please email if you're interested for either of those positions to recruitment at indava.com. And Clonmore Residential and Respite CLG require two team leaders slash person in charge for the Meath area. Please forward your CV to info at clonmore.ie and put subject team leader in the subject bar. Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Gosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation. Visit localheroes.ie Getting back to our competition, the Fairways Hotel in Dundalk, they have launched their new summer dining delights menus at the Brasserie. So these new menus include a two-course early bird menu from $29.50 per person, outdoor dining available in their courtyard or heated dining pods. Their cocktails and charcuterie sharing experience features cocktails for two and a mini charcuterie board and a range of sharing platter options. So to celebrate their new menus, they've given us a fantastic prize to give away on the show this week. So the end of the week, winner, you're going to win an overnight stay in the hotel for two adults with cocktail and sharing charcuterie board on arrival. Nice one. Also dinner in the brasserie that evening and we'll fill you up with breakfast the next day. So we're asking you to share your memorable nights out. Listen to this from Breege on 086 1800 658. Best night out was on my own. Went to a dance class. Very nervous going alone. Met so many nice people. Breege fair play to you. That is like I wouldn't do that. I really wouldn't. And people who do that, I really admire them. Fair play to you. Um, this is coming in from Tanya. We went to holiday to, on holiday to Greece. Very beautiful for everyone else, but not me. I got so drunk on the flight. Oh, no. I just continued to drink and woke up the next morning after day one. Thorns still in my skin and I was orange. Turns out I fell into a 12-foot thorn bush, had to walk out of it, beyond embarrassed, decided to buy a t-shirt born in Ireland, destroyed in Gavos. <laughs> she says, I don't even remember being in hospital. But there you go. Brilliant holiday all the same. Oh, Tanya, Jean, you go big, don't you? Lights <laughs> out. Oh my God. Uh, great night out at Palo Natini the other night. Uh, c- couldn't, the rain couldn't even dampen it, says Chloe. Oh yeah, he was playing a Malahide, wasn't he? Oh, last I'd say, did it? Oh, sure, look, it didn't dampen the spirits anyway. Last chance to enter, memorable nights out. It could be a wild one. Like, Tanya, it could be a night out that you just weren't feeling and then it got better as the night went on. You could have met your love of your life. Like, Claire, I want to know. 86 658 Picking a winner very shortly. The 11 to 1 show. A little earlier on, I did promise you some news about Stranger Things Season 5. And I did say that a fairly iconic actor 
is going to be joining the cast. Well, I'm going to give you a little clue in this music. Oh yeah, Terminator music. Now it's not Arnold Schwarzenegger, but it is Linda Hamilton. She has joined the cast of Stranger Things season five. So the 66-year-old actress is going to make her first appearance in this show. Now we don't know what she's going to, you know, about her character or anything, but, you know, iconic Sarah Connor. She's, you know, well able to survive anything that the world of Stranger Things is going to throw at her, I'm going to say. But there you go. She's joining the cast with Millie Bobby Brown, Winona Ryder, David Harbour and Finn Wolfhart. Exciting times. You've heard it here first. Linda Hamilton. I mean, I'm excited. What's she going to play? Is she going to be like an evil scientist-y kind of person? I don't know. Is she going to be like on the side of the weird creature's in Stranger Things, I, is she going to team up with the gang? Who knows? But I'm very excited. A little exclusive for you today. Boy Meets Girl, waiting for a start to fall in LMFM's 11 to 1. Just a reminder, there's still time left. We have teamed up with the Lady Meath branch of Down Syndrome Ireland and we are inviting you to uh, join them for Pound the Pavements. It's running until the 21st of June. So we're asking people to walk or run 21 kilometres between now and 21st of June. You could definitely still do it in the last uh, couple of days. They did have a great in-person event yesterday at Wilkinstown Community Centre. Lots of people involved in that. For more details dsilmb.ie is the place to go and it could be just fantastic to donate a little bit to that wonderful organisation. Now our finalist for today in our competition we are giving this away at the end of the week. It's an overnight stay in the Fairways Hotel for two adults with a cocktail and sharing charcuterie board and arrival dinner in the brasserie that evening and breakfast the next day. And today's finalist is Pat Wardick. He says on Saturday night a friend uh, Anne Fox got tickets and drove five women to St. Colin McHill's Church for a Conquer Cancer concert. Uh, Sinead, honestly the thunder roared, the lightning flashed on the way in, people were saturated, the church was packed to capacity and the three very handsome Celtic tenors performed and gave us a concert we will not forget in a very long time. Then, of course, we had to go across the road to the Headford Hotel to quench the thirst. And there we sang and danced to a a musician duo direction. It was the best night out since COVID. All thanks to Anne. She's never gets tired of organising outings. Well, fair play to Anne. Pat, if you win this prize, you might have to share it with Anne. But that you are our finalist for today. We'll have another chance for you to win on tomorrow's show. That is our lot on the programme for today. Thank you so much for your company. Enjoy the rest of your Monday and I'll chat to you tomorrow. The 11 to 1 show. With Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.